Hello there, Henry Harris, Spiritual Foundations of Mental Health. Today's topic, Angry Outbursts and the Inside Out. Okay, let's begin with a, an overview of what do we mean? What do we mean when we speak of the spiritual foundations of mental health? Your mental health, my mental health, everyone's mental health and well-being is unconditional. You're, you and I are having a psychological experience. We're having feelings and moods and states of mind ongoingly. And those feelings, those that, that experience of life is not coming from the world out there. Rather, it's coming from a flow, an energy that is flowing and allowing everything in this world to be. There's only one power source. There's only one way in which things are created, moved, formed. And that's also true about my feelings. My moods and my state of mind moment to moment are not something that I am authoring. It's not something that the people around me are authoring or creating. I am experiencing this flow and it's, uh, and it's nonstop. Now I get to watch it. I get to be aware of it. I get to, under, I get to have the, I, I can see that. I can acknowledge the truth about where and how my feelings and experiences are being shaped. And of course, I can overlook that. I can miss that. It can be not visible to me. I regularly get fooled by a perception that, no, it is the people and the circumstances and the events around me that are shaping my feelings. So this is how it looks to me. When I I get a strong feeling or a, whatever feeling I get, um, let's say I get a, a tense or... or uh, critical feeling, let's say judgmental toward myself or someone else. Well, I look and I see that it is seemingly uh, coming from, uh, it's coming from some action, some behavior, some phenomenon. And then I look to try and figure out how to deal with it. I, I, I look to analyze it. I look to solve it. I look to get away from it. But that very simple judgment that says, hey, this is coming, this is this is not a good feeling, and it's coming from somewhere. In that moment, I'm going to lean into it with a form of analysis, with a form of innocent, I'm not conscious of analyzing it, but I am. It's just natural self-preservation to try and analyze what's causing me harm. But the question is, is it really the case that it's causing me harm? Is that displeasure? Is that distress? Is that unpleasant, fearful anxious feeling? Is it really the case that it's causing me harm? And I would suggest that it's not. It's not actually happening. There's nothing happening out in the world that's uh, attacking or undermining me. I'm experiencing an independent, this moment's flow of feelings, of consciousness. Some of those, this moment's flows of consciousness are warm and peaceful, and some of them are distressed and insecure. And the, the more I, I'm open to that f truth, the more I'm capable of being in my life. I, have, I find that I and many others spend a lot of time trying to be somewhere where, I'm not, where we're not. We're trying to get away from the present moment. We're trying to fix the present moment. We're trying to analyze and get a handle on the present moment because there's something wrong with that present moment. And that that has this unbelievable way of kind of hand, handcuffing us. It just paralyzes us. 
it prevents us from actually being in the moment because we're trying to fix or run away from the moment. And it, it just, it just kind of co-ops all of our wonderful uh, creative capacity. There's each, each and every one of us is a, an extraordinary conduit for understanding and wisdom, creativity of divine wisdom that can show up, that does show up, that we, we, we do experience this, even if we don't understand these, this notion of spiritual, of spiritual foundation to mental well-being, we're still living in it. We're still experiencing it. How else do we reset? We get agitated, upset, or discouraged, but then at a certain point we reset and we're like, we move on. Even a person who's struggling in a meaningful way, he's not static. He's not st living in the same distressing low. He might have lows, but he doesn't only have lows. There is a renewal process. We're on the receiving end of a divine flow. And as we are more and more, as, as we're open to this idea, then we can, we can watch, we can see, we can notice, we can, in a sense, experience our life and also watch the flow that flows through us and thereby have a whole new relationship with that with those feelings and moods even as even as painful as they might be or even the warm and wonderful ones we can get to appreciate it's not just precious because it feels nice it's precious because it's a gift there's this mind-boggling source of wisdom that makes available to me the possibility of feeling warmth of feeling love, of feeling uh, 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 such a precious sense of gratitude. That feeling is itself something to have gratitude for. It's, a, it's, a, it's unbelievable. So that's the basic premise of our well-being. Our well-being is unconditional. It's possible for a person to misunderstand his well-being or his feelings and thereby make a conclusion that he lacks well-being unconditionally, that he he really believes that his well-being is compromised because of a childhood event or events, because of the present circumstances. Now, again, I don't, I don't want to be clear. I'm not suggesting there aren't such things as challenges, tests, difficulties. I'm not saying that there aren't such things as uh, painful experiences or that there's even such a thing as wrongdoing being done to someone. All those things are, they happen, but our psychological experience of those, of those uh, difficulties, that's not being created or shaped by the events and, the, and the, even the wrongdoings that are being perpetrated around us. We have freedom, not necessarily the freedom to, cre to create the feeling we want in a given moment, but we have freedom to acknowledge that our, 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 our source is not the world out there. It's an inside kind of something that is from beyond. So in a sense, there is a, a tremendous psychological freedom in realizing that we're wholly and, and uniquely dependent on this infinite wisdom source. We are dependent, but not on anything of this world. So today's topic I, I shared, I raised was angry outbursts and the inside out. So I had an angry outburst, literally just yesterday um i encountered someone who who uh requested something of me that i thought was inappropriate i felt it was I, in the moment i felt controlled and manipulated 
and in it just encroached upon and i i reacted i i said i don't like being told what to do and where and how i don't appreciate it i don't like it and uh and i spoke and i was angry i felt anger you are invading my space and i don't like it that was the that was the feeling um now i had some time to reflect on it but i will say right now i'm not feeling as angry about it. i don't feel i don't feel as troubled or bothered but i kind of am curious like so what happened what happened in the moment and what do i understand about it what do i understand about it then and what do i what do i understand about it now so my sense is that i i i i'm comfortable with the fact that this person made requests that would be con- would, would be considered inappropriate would be considered somewhat of a of an invasion of someone else's space it's a it's a lack of boundary awareness you might call it i don't know if there's any rule written in that. i think common sense says that people have their space and you know you you acknowledge you you give people their space um and I didn't have that. Uh, I, I I feel pretty clearly that there was a, like, I guess it's called a boundary violation. But now looking back on it, I see that I, it felt in the moment that this person was harming me. I felt this strong feeling of, of agitation. And it just seemed absolutely clear and certain to me that this person's behavior was literally the source of that feeling. And then I lashed out. You know, I don't like this. I don't want you to do this. It's not right. Um, and there was some misunderstanding there. There was some misunderstanding on my part that this person, no, I'm not saying this in a judging manner or in a blaming manner, like I did something wrong per se. I'm more aware of the fact that I, I was standing in a, in a misunderstanding. I was standing in a lack of clarity that was the only the only way I could could have reacted with that anger was because of a lack of a lack of understanding of the truth about psychological experience. I I was feeling what I was feeling, but it wasn't coming from this person's words or quote unquote boundary violation. And the way I I, I often I've used this analogy in the past, and I love it. It's it's. Uh, it's, it's a, it, to me, it helps avoid a whole blame thing. It helps me to step out of a cycle of blame, blaming the person who said this, blaming me that I fell sh- short of my goals. Um, the metaphor is the metaphor of a, of a revealing tab, a, re- a revealing tablet. There's something called a revealing tablet that people use to help brush their teeth. When you brush your teeth, your goal is to remove the plaque from on your teeth, but plaque is not visible in a very, it's not, overtly visible and it's possible to brush and miss so there's something that you can do you can brush your teeth and then after you're done you 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 chew on this red tablet and you kind of let it move around in your mouth and then you spit out whatever's left and then you look at your teeth wherever there is red adhering to your teeth that's where plaque is so you could ask well maybe i should just avoid taking the red tablet and i won't have plaque on my teeth because the red tablet obviously is 
causing the the plaque. No, that's ridiculous. We we understand it's not that the tablet is causing the plaque. It's that the tablet is simply revealing the plaque that's already there. In the same way, I and everyone in this world is on a journey to to gain a deeper and deeper insight into the truth about our, our, all of life, which is that there's a single simple source, single simple source behind everything, including my moment to moment psychological experience. And it's not a problem that I haven't yet fully understood that. I, I got willing I'm going to be around a long time and I will continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper because it's a precious, simple, but endlessly deep understanding to go to. And so it's not like I'm bad or wrong that there is a place of lack of clarity about that truth. But it, there, but the events of my life have a wonderful way of revealing those things to me. So, I'm grateful that I got that I got angry and I reacted. But the good news is, is that I did not. I wasn't tempted. To, I wasn't overly involved in analyzing it in the moment. Like I already knew, even as I was angry and feeling the reverberations of the anger, I already knew that okay. I would love to be in a different state of mind. I'm not, but I don't really know what I can do about it at this moment. And at some point I'm going to have more understanding. And I, I kind of know that it wasn't fully necessary. Let's let, let, let's just let that be. And I did, I let it be. And I went on and, and, and here we are less than 24 hours later. And I'm in a different place. I, 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 I acknowledge that it was not an appropriate, there's, it wasn't appropriate behavior. This person is, it's, it's not considerate. It's not, it's not considerate to kind of impose on and make demands of that nature to someone else. And I care about this person. I really do. I don't want to hurt this person's feelings. I, I want this, I want to be of help to this person, even as I also want to acknowledge my reasonable, uh, uh, rights or claims to kind of my own space. So I want both of those things. I care. I care about me and I care about this person. And now I see more clearly that, you know, I'm not, I'm really not beholden to this person's behavior in the way that that I have to protect myself. And I can have a thoughtful and, and, and straightforward and loving conversation. You know, when you say this, it, it doesn't feel right to me. It feels like you're making requests and demands that are just not appropriate. And I care about you. And I, I don't want you to do that. And I, and there's a different feeling. There's a different feeling of I'm with you. You're not my enemy. You didn't wrong me in an absolute sense. And I have a request of you. I can't tell you how liberating that feels. I, I want to be in this relationship with this person. I want this person's presence in my life and I want this person's good. And I also don't want to live in a space where I'm kind of bombarded with demands or requests that I feel are invasive. I want both. And I care. So it's, uh, that's my understanding is that, is that the, uh, I, I I got a little a revealing tablet, you know, I got a wonderful kind of reminder, like there is a place where it's, it's possible to not to, it, it, there are ways in which I don't see this truth t- fully. And that's, that's nothing to be ashamed of. 
It's what I'm here for. And by definition, I'm lacking it in the fullest sense. And I want more and I want more and I want more. And I don't want to blame the revealing tablet. On the contrary, for the person who's using the revealing, like a person pays money to buy this revealing tablet because it protects his teeth. It allows him to protect his teeth. In the same way, these events of my life that 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 quote unquote trigger me, they reveal to me the way the the, the kind of the spiritual plaque that I have. You know, by spiritual plaque, I mean my my confusion about the truth of my psychological experience. I don't want to have confusion. In the same way, I don't want to have plaque. I like my teeth. I want to protect them. In that same way, I don't want to have, confu- I don't want spiritual plaque. I don't want confusion about the psychological truth behind my life. I don't want that. Well, I have to be able to reveal the degree to which it exists so, so that I can look at that. I can acknowledge the fact that, you know, it wasn't absolutely necessary. Now, does that mean that therefore I can turn a switch and take that off? Like, no longer am I going to react to people making requests of me that I feel... I'm not saying that. I'm just saying everything goes better with the truth, with understanding the simple truth. I just find myself in a different place to... to, to, I'm not reacting. I'm I'm capable of responding. I'm capable of of a creative and thoughtful and peaceful wisdom response as opposed to a reaction. How dare you? And then my mind churns and analyzes and blames and recriminates. And I've, I mean, I do that still at times, but it's, I see here that this is what's allowing me to go in a different direction. Angry outbursts and the inside out, these angry outbursts and whatever trigger feelings we get are all just revealing tablets. And once we see that, we, we, we will see new things. We will see a path forward, whether it's in a day or a week or a month. I, I don't know. The truth of this spirit or the truth about our psychological experience is precious, even if it doesn't directly create a change in our feelings. But it's impossible that being more and more open to that spiritual truth is not going to change us. We will change. We will take hold of this spiritual wisdom that is bigger than our personal minds. It's bigger. It's bigger than our analytical minds. And we have, we've already, we're already using it. We have, we will make use of it in a much fuller way when we are paying attention to this truth where we're able to kind of sidestep the reaction, the, the reactivity process.